Hello everyone and welcome to The Marriage Melody where we are composing a lifetime of love and happiness. I am your host Rivka Harper. So today we are going to start off just a little bit differently than we usually do. And I want you to take a few moments to just sit down and assess how things are going. If you've been listening for a while and have been doing the exercises, look back and see how much you have grown and see how much your relationship has grown. I know there are some women who will be able to see the changes very easily and for others it won't be quite as obvious, but if you've been working on the exercises for a while, there's a good chance you'll see at least some positive effects and find that you and your husband are just a little bit closer than you were before. And when you see it, celebrate it. You are doing amazing. And even if you can't see it yet, don't worry. Don't get discouraged. Keep at it. Marriage is not easy. Remember that each person is unique and therefore each relationship is unique. And there's going to be different needs in every relationship. And remember, marriage is something that is very, very special in God's eyes. Put forth your effort and don't forget to ask him for help. He is there rooting for you and waiting for you to call out to him when you need him because he really does want you to succeed. All right, so I am sure that you've all heard the saying, a happy wife is a happy life. Well. I'm here to tell you that that is very true. Seeing you happy and seeing you smile is all that your husband needs to be happy. His happiness level is dependent on your happiness. And when your husband is happy, that is when all the cherishing comes flowing your way. Yes, it really is that easy. but. The question now is, what makes you happy? Well, we all know. If he would just do a few things to help you out, then you would be happy. We all know that. Okay, so what are those few things? Okay, you ready? I have a big list for you. Before we go, take a big, deep, long breath. Let's say it all out. You want him to come home in time. You want him to let you know if he's going to be a few minutes late. 
He should have a smile on his face when he walks in the door and take the children off your hands and help them with their homework without you having to say anything so you can finish making supper. He should clean the table after supper or he could wash the dishes, take out the trash, help with the bedtime routine, which includes the bath time, story time, and changing the baby's diaper. And when the children are in bed, he should sit down with you and listen to you very carefully. He needs to make more money. Stop complaining about the things you do. He should put his clothes away all the time. He needs to change the light bulbs and stop comparing you to his mother. He needs to chew with his mouth closed. He needs to remember to pay the bills on time. Always speak gently to you. Be more on time for events. Buy you gifts like he used to. And now you can take another deep, long breath. Okay, and feel free to add anything to the list that I may have forgotten to mention. And when you think you're done, let me ask you this question. Did you feel as dizzy as I did when I was saying it? How do you think you would feel if after you finished your day, someone handed you a list just like that? But we all know that if all those things are done, we would be happy, right? Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but no. And secondly, imagine being the husband to this laundry list of items. And that's not including his work. So this, even if this poor husband was able to accomplish everything on this list somehow, and let's say that by completing everything, you actually were happy. You know, he would be so tired <laughs> that he would have no energy to enjoy you being happy. We would have been running him into the ground. And what else? As the things on the list are being completed, you're going to find even more things to add to the list because you think, oh, well, that didn't actually make me happy. But you know what this is? When you give your husband a laundry list of things to do, thinking that all you need from him is this list, and if he does it, you'll be happy and content. You know what? You'll actually find that you're neither happy nor content. And as usual, don't take my word for it. You can try it out. And then you can say, well, how is that? <laughs> how can that happen? Or how can we ask our husbands to do so much, but Yet, at the end of the day, we are left with this feeling of emptiness, this, this big void that's inside of us. And the answer is that we are confusing what we want with what we actually need. Wants are things that are nice to have, but they're not required. These are things that we can live without. You know, they're just, the, when our wants are done, it's a perk. It's, you know, this bonus thing that we get. And it just maybe makes our life a little bit easier. But they're not required. 
A need, on the other hand, is something we cannot live without. When we don't have our needs met, that's when we feel empty, like something is missing. And that's when we start grabbing for anything that we can get our hands on. And it's like that twig in the water there for drowning, that grabbing onto that twig is not going to save us. It won't hold us up. We need a life preserver, right? We need something that's going to be able to hold our weight. So for example, that extra scoop of ice cream or the extra piece of chocolate is not, it's more of a want, it's not a need. Okay, well, maybe that wasn't a good example. Maybe the chocolate is more of a need, but you get the point. On the other hand, you can say, well, toothpaste so I can clean my teeth and keep my teeth healthy so they can stay in my mouth and I can eat. Well, that is a need. The problem is that most of us don't ever sit down with our list and assign the word want or need to anything on there. And that means we just end up thinking that everything on our list is a need. And since we have this huge list of what we think are needs, it's, and it's really too much for our husbands to accomplish, our husband has to pick and choose what he does in hopes that maybe this thing or that thing will be the thing that really makes us happy. And so instead of just throwing out a whole list to our husband, what we need to do is to give him just the top two or three of our needs to fill. That's it. Just two or three needs. Not much. Okay, it's almost not quite a list. And your, your needs are going to be different than my needs or anyone else's needs. We're, again, we're different people. We're unique people. But when our top needs are met, that is when we find that we are satisfied. We are content. And yes, we are happy. And at the same time, we're not running our husband into the ground. So he has energy to enjoy our happiness, which by the way, is one of his top needs. So you get two for the price of one. You can't beat that. Now, here it is. This is the recipe for finding your top needs. The first thing you need to do is find a time and a place where you can give yourself one hour. Some quiet area where you can close the door and be by yourself for one hour. And this is probably, I know, the hardest part of the whole exercise. Okay, find the time. Then you're going to take several pieces of paper with a pen or pencil. You need to sit down and write absolutely everything you could ever want from your husband. Even the most outrageous things, such as peering at your door 
wearing a suit of armor, riding on a white stallion to save you from the fierce dragons, aka the children. So any dream or any thought that you could ever have and that you would, might ever want him to fill in any way with no regards as this is a need, this is a want, it doesn't matter. Is it realistic, is it not realistic? It doesn't matter, write it down. When you think you're done, just sit there a little bit longer because you'll probably have a couple more things that will pop into your head. Many ladies find that they fill up several pages. So just keep writing, don't worry. The next step is you're gonna go line by line and you're gonna cross out all the things you don't need. So you need to ask yourself, line number one, can I live without this? You have to be honest, okay? And if you answer yes, then you need to cross it out and go to the next line. You'll just ask yourself the same question, item number two. Can I live without this? If it's yes, you cross it out. If you answer no, I can't live without it, skip it and then go on to the next line. Now, after you've gone through your entire list, you'll probably be left with a dozen or so lines the items that you cannot live without. And if you have much more than that, probably go through the list again and see if maybe there is actually a want in there. You know, see if there's something else that you can take off that's not really a need. Don't cross it out if it's a need. Keep it on the list. When you're done, Take all the lines that are not crossed out and then just write them on a new piece of paper. Just write them all down in a row, make a list. These are your needs. Now, this is where the magic comes in. You're gonna take all your needs, oh, and you're gonna take the first one and you're gonna weigh it against the second one on the list. And you're gonna decide which one is the more important one. They're all important. Which one's the more important one? And then you're gonna take the one that's the more important and you'll go to the next line, the line, line number three, and you'll do the same thing. Which one of these two is the more important one. And you do the same thing down your list. And when you get to the bottom, the need that you are left with, that is your most important need. Label it number one. This one is your top need. You need this. Now, you're gonna go back to the top of your list and you're going to start from the top and find the next one. It's either going to be line number one or line number two. 
which one is the next one on your list. And you're going to do this whole procedure again. You're going to weigh two of them, find the one that's the more important, take the more important one with the next one on the list and decide which one is more important. When you get to the bottom, you're going to take that need that was you're left with and that is your number two most important need. And now all you do is continue, you go through this procedure again until you have all of these needs categorized in order. And then probably the best thing to do is to now write them out in order. So it's easier for you to see. This is the best thing. And when they're written in order of importance from number one down to the bottom, put a big circle around number one, two, and three. So you're going to have a circle that encompasses your top three needs. Now this is the key to the happiness. All it takes is to get your top three needs met for you to feel happy, content, and fulfilled, not only in your marriage, but in other areas of your life as well. Because our whole life, everything in our life is all connected together. And what you will probably find that when your most important needs, again, your top two or three needs, that's it, not even the whole list of needs, when they're met, you no longer need all those wants, all the things you crossed off. And yes, they're the bonuses, they're nice to get, if they get done, it's, you know, it helps you out, you feel good, but you don't need them. And what I found when I did my list, that some of you might find, that even some of those wants, when I went back later and took a look at my list, I didn't even care for those wants. They weren't even a want anymore. Some There's a few of them that, most of them I, I like those wants, but there are a few of them that, um, if someone would do them for me, I'd be like, oh, okay. Thank you, and but yeah, I, I wouldn't even think about them anymore. So the homework for this week is I want you to sit down for an hour with your paper and your pen, and you're going to find your top three needs. I know it is very hard to find the time. It's an hour is a lot of lot of time, <laughs> relatively speaking. It's a lot. I know but you will thank me for it later. And if you can't do it right now as you're listening, then right now come up with the time over the next week that will probably be a good time and put a reminder on your phone. You know, you can, on your calendar, on your phone's calendar, put a reminder or do an alarm. I, I like doing alarms on my phone. Put an alarm on for your phone for the certain day at a certain time. You can even do delayed emails to yourself. 
to remind yourself to sit down. And I would probably have two or three reminders because this is something that you will probably forget and you'll just be moving on with your life and forget about it. So maybe the morning of or the night before, have an alarm. Oh, tomorrow we're going to, you're going to sit down and come up with the top three needs. An hour before, put an alarm. Top three needs, right? And then have your alarm going at when it's time to sit down. We're not going to work. I don't want you working on getting those needs met. I just want you to work on this week, writing them down so that you have them and you know what they are. And wishing you lots of success because I know this is it's a hard thing, but believe me, you'll be really, really thankful and really, really happy. And we will see you next time.